0: Welcome to The New Chemist. We're glad you're listening. Feel free to download this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Here on The New Chemist, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is a science of change, as well as careers, community research and COVID-19. We're happy you're tuning in. My guest today is Dr. Cordell Hardy, a senior vice president at 3M in charge of corporate R&D operations. He serves as a ver- in a variety of roles as a technical director, a global R&D manager, a technical manager, and a variety of other roles. He currently serves on a number of boards. He did his PhD in chemical engineering at University of Minnesota, Twin Cities, and he completed his bachelor's of science in chemical engineering at Florida a and University. He is a determined experienced leader and it's good to have him on as a guest today. Please welcome Dr. Cornell. Okay, Dr. Hardy, thanks for joining me today. Uh, What are your longstanding interests in the field of science and engineering?
1: Sure, well, David, thanks. I'll I'll certainly answer. Uh, And I just wanna uh, say thank you for inviting me. It's a a pleasure to be with you today. Um, I've been in the uh, technical field uh, for my entire career. Um, I I did an undergrad and graduate degree in chemical engineering and I went into chemical engineering in part just because I had a natural interest and aptitude for for chemistry and math and uh, I thought you know the chemical engineering degree would be a nice opportunity to to study both of those. Um, I had a scholarship so that had a, a big impact on my Decision to, to go to my undergrad uh, institution, Florida A and M, as well as to major in chemical engineering, and I think even earlier than that, um, you know, one of the big factors for me was just my my upbringing. My mother uh, made it a point when I was young to to limit my television intake quite a bit, okay. which I didn't appreciate at the time, <laughs> but uh, you know, I came to appreciate later. And instead, I had lots uh, to do with. Uh, problem-solving. I had, you know, the wooden building blocks, and she had me playing okay. chess at an early age. I still like to play on my uh, cell phone now. Oh, and, yeah. and so just, you know, trying to expose me to to creative problem-solving opportunities deliberately. And she, yeah. she had that sort of environment uh, in the house. And I think that sort of instilled in me from a very early age, you know, reading, problem-solving, Uh, working through things intellectually and and then later on that Mm -hmm. turned into an interest in applying that in in the sciences
0: okay so you mentioned how in a child you were kind of discipline was instilled i would say discipline
1: yeah and and, uh, discipline has this connotation of uh of restraint from something And, and there was some aspect of that but i think more than that, it was just opportunity connection and That's and helping true. me to see, so for example, just by analogy, you know, there have been times when we've been on a road trip and my kids who have cell phones are staring, hey, we're driving past some beautiful mountain scenery and the kids are like staring at, you know, a text or something like that on the phone. And we try to say, hey, you know, look up a bit. And it was, it was that with. Uh, with, with uh, my mom and, and our upbringing. My, neither of my parents has a technical background, but my sister and I both did doctoral degrees. Oh, and yeah. my sister you know, was, was the first African-American female in uh, mechanical engineering to get a PhD at MIT. And oh, wow! so, yeah, I mean, you know, so this is a, so it, it, clearly there was something along you know, with, with with how we were raised, that connected into you know things that we did when we were older. Oh, that's um, good.
0: That's good, man. that's good. Yeah. So I have a question. As a senior vice president at 3M, um, how do you maintain view of the bigger picture in your career and your life in general?
1: Just so I'm understand. Just so I make sure I heard. How do I maintain a, a, a big like picture? A perspective, yeah, bigger perspective. Picture. A big sure.
0: Perspective. How do you maintain
1: that? Yeah. Well. Well. well certainly, David. Um, you know, our values and, and faith play into that some, and just, um, you know, having a, a broader perspective of life and, and self-existence and, you know, why why to have this time on, on the earth and what it means. Um, beyond that, just, you know, some of the grounding things around, you know, family and uh, the, the pursuits outside of work and, and actually having the chance to make, a significant impact in the the quality of life in family, community, society. Mm-hmm. It, it helps to take the the me and the self-interest out mm-hmm. of out of some of the pursuits. I mean, that that's still there. I mean, you still want to be successful and you want to be recognized and affirmed. And uh, it's nice to have some latitude as far as means to do things. But mm-hmm you know the, the the reality that we we have a you know a rather limited window on the planet to act mm-hmm. <laughs> helps to to try to make make it so that your priorities and, and your focus really should be beyond just you right just, or just me um you know what what what's the impact and the benefit to other people um, and, and how am i making the most of the capabilities and the gifts that I have to mm-hmm. contribute to um, you know where where there are are gaps or disparities or it, where there's suffering if i can help to fix that I, I find that or to influence it you know i find that to be gratifying and so having that sort of enduring transcendent sense of purpose mm-hmm. helps to keep perspective in the day-to-day there are always going to be mundane boring or even downright uh, unattractive or or less than gratifying tasks to engage in. Mm-hmm. But those are the price of admission to, you know, being skilled and relevant and insightful mm-hmm. and capable to, to wield impact. So so that's that's kind of how I think about it.
0: It's good. Yeah, it's good to have a higher framework. A higher point of reference means when you have to like address certain issues and, you know, I would say, yeah, we do. I do agree, we do have a limited time. So I think it was MLK, Dr. MLK who said, Martin Luther King who said, "Life's most urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's very important. So yeah. within the realm of uh, science and engineering, how have you been adaptive and creative? I know for a period of time, you had your own lab, right? If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, you had your own lab at 3M?
1: <laughs> so um... The the way you mean that is that I I managed a laboratory, and that's, 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 yeah, that's certainly, yeah, that's, that's, that is true, I I was a, a lab head for one of the businesses at 3M, um, the the way I I would frame that is I was a, a lab leader for one of the businesses at 3M. It's not my lab, it's a team. Everything happens That's through true. the That's context true. of a team. That's and it's, You know, it gets back to my previous question. It's not about me. And, and, and thinking of it that way in a sort of deep, profound way uh, takes, yeah, maybe takes some of the, the articulated prestige out, but it actually allows me to represent what I do in the most effective way. I'm a servant, right? I'm, I, I was uh, appointed into a leadership role so that the influence that I can wield is beneficial to our customers, to our teams, uh, to our shareholders. And then if I do those things successfully, then also to me, right? Oh, yeah. um, and so, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to, to serve in a leadership capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really have enjoyed uh, that that opportunity. Um, even now, although I'm, I'm managing an organization that's not in a, a business per se, in fact, I'm the only U.S. headcount in our organization um, and, and, and our team is very international and global. Um, the, uh, the, the aspect of still you know, being a servant and a servant leader is still front and center and will be my entire career.
0: That's it's that's Phil. So in terms of ideas that you worked on, what nuanced ideas or interesting ideas did you work on
1: as a lab head at 3M? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, we over the years I've had a chance to to be involved in uh, a, a good number of, of interesting programs. In my first uh, supervisory role, I was in our uh, consumer business, and right. uh, and so there, the the product lines were actually more mature. I was in the part of the company that sells. Uh, post-it notes and consumer adhesives Mm -hmm. and uh, the reason i would start there is that that was the first time i had a chance to lead a commercialization program from the very inception and making a proposal and a pitch all the way through to to commercialization and working on the process development in the manufacturing plant as well as talking with marketers about the claim so that that sort of cross-functional, comprehensive commercialization experience was formative for me in our consumer. But then moving on uh, to to other parts of the company, in our industrial business, and in our you know, personal safety, um, transportation, electronics business, I've, I've had a chance to touch. Uh, a fairly broad range of personal protective equipment and Mm -hmm. the science that goes into helping people to stay safe. If you think about, for example, a a respirator, uh, you know, with the pandemic last year, 3M -hmm. was sort of front and center in the early stage, no vaccines, you know, how do we keep our frontline workers safe? The hospitals are filling up and there was uh, a shortage of availability of, of respirators. And so 3M uh, increased its capacity for manufacturing disposable respirators by nearly, I think, 300 percent, and just wow. a, an amazing increase. The science involved in doing that, uh, in part, was was developed uh, through uh, research that was done uh, in in the team that I was managing at the time. In part, a lot of people involved, right? So I want to be careful to not overstate uh, that there are a lot of people involved in, in this significant accomplishment, uh, but, but certainly our team had a very uh, important touch. Um, those those dis- disposable respirators are uh, electric filters, which means that they Um, uh, come with an embedded electrostatic charge that attracts uh, uh, particles such as uh, a virus containing droplets and uh, allows them to be very uh, effective in, in filtering and helping to keep people safe and so that would be just you know one example where if you think about the number of respirators that are produced the number of lives impacted potentially the number of lives directly saved through reducing infection spread of infection you know very gratifying to be you know even in a small part uh involved with with some of that work um you know in in the the the, the role where i was uh, just a leader um you know we we had a chance to to work on a range of uh, commercial solutions so these are, are products that a business would buy uh, to provide their operations support. So it could be uh, in branding or in cleaning and maintenance. And you know, again, thinking about pandemic theme, one of the uh, neat advances was uh, a water activated wipe. Uh, if you think about the the the, the market for um, pesticidal and disinfecting or sanitizing wipes, um, we we were successful in commercializing and introducing a wife that um, uh, picks up microbes and mm-hmm. uh, reduces the transfer of microbes as people are cleaning. So you end up transferring microbes less from one place to another and creating the risk for transferred infection. Uh, wow. So that was you know, a product that came through uh, our, our, our business. And so, I mean, there, there's there have been uh, you know, lots of neat opportunities. One, one other uh, interesting one, which is not materials based, um, which I had a chance to, to, to see uh, in, in my previous role was a visual attention system. And so if you, you can actually go and try this out for free. And as I understand, I think it's 3m.vas.com. And so 3m.vas.com, uh, you can go to this website and uh, you can upload an image. And uh, from first principles, our, our, our neuroscientists and, and uh An artificial intelligence expert um, created an algorithm that predicts where your eyes are going to look uh, as you look at an image, and then gives a heat map on top of the image. So that's cool from from one perspective, but it's it's useful uh, for for brand owners. If you're thinking about an ad, or you have a storefront and you want to make sure it's designed properly, you can actually simulate your image and then simulate where people are going to look and then redesign your ad or your, your image so that it communicates the, the message uh, most oh. effectively. So you know, pretty, pretty interesting science, uh, you know, ongoing at 3M and there's, you know, a long, long list. We make thousands and thousands of products and over time in a career, uh, as a manager in a group, you get a chance to touch quite a few.
0: That's cool. So you mentioned how you had 300% efficiency, or you were able to improve the productivity of the company to 300% for that yeah, particular? So, so, yeah, so I, the, 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 the,
1: uh, the, the respirator. respirator production rate, yeah. yeah. So the capacity for production was increased significantly uh, during the pandemic for respirators. And that was all stuff that was was communicated publicly to the investing community, yeah.
0: Okay, so I have a question. Um, what do you think contributes to that increase in efficiency? Why not just 100%? Why? What? How? What principle could you extrapolate from that that someone could use to apply their own personal? Sure, sure,
1: sure. So operative. yeah, David, that's a it's a great question. Um, you know, 3M maintains significant trade secrets uh, in okay. in this this part of the business, and that's why you know we've been uh, one of the reasons why we've been so successful and. That's, in- really. that's fair. Um, and so, you know, there, but, but what I can say is that there is some world-class, uh, polymer science and process. Oh, okay.
0: That's it right there. That,
1: that gets involved in the production of respirators that are as cost-effective and, and high-performing as, as 3Ms. And so, um, you know, we, we, we understand better than anyone else, uh, I, I, believe how to adjust those levers, uh, okay. whether. Material or process to try to drive productivity up. There was also, you know, outright um, some some capital allocation and and great partnerships with uh, with governments all around the world to to help in streamlining the deployment of of capital to help enhance our productive uh, production capacity in our plants as well.
0: That's good. That's good. So my question to you is, what do you think complements creativity at 3M? Would you say? What what's the driving factor? Would you say it's people just like being having a good imagination, or would you say? uh yeah, yeah, that, that's strategic. What wonderful.
1: thing of creativity at three M. One wonderful question, um, and if you ask even at three M, if you ask a number of people, you might get a range of answers. So I'll, right. I'll share, you know, my 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 perspective here. Um, and some of this is is more on the absolute uh, customer centricity. So, you know, oh, okay. some people say okay. customer empathy. Um, we're we're different than uh, a purely academic, uh, you know, organization in that we have a we're for profit. So, like what we're the science that we're you know working on, the technologies we're developing do need to have uh, sort of an economically productive end use and purpose. Um, you get there by having a good understanding of of your customer and and their needs, not just today, but where they're headed, where the market is headed, where your competitors are headed, and uh, having a good view of of where the intersection of our capabilities and our strategic roadmap intersects uh, with, uh, with with what those needs are. <clears throat> and then that's just one thing. So you know, maybe, maybe you can put that in the basket of insight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another is uh in in unparalleled technical breadth for, for 3M. We, we have uh, what we call technology platforms, which means we have world leading capability and expertise in a range of technical capabilities and technologies that uh, are, are just not available at other companies. So uh, there might be a company that knows a lot about adhesives, but uh, there's no other company I'm aware of that has deep expertise in adhesives, abrasives, uh, light management and multi-layer optical film, um, the, the the processing and science for nonwovens uh, with electronics and software systems and and the list goes on we have 51 of those uh, technology platforms that we actually represent uh, similarly to a periodic table and so part of our magic our our. Um, our value proposition and, and innovation model in, involves being able to take those technology platforms mm-hmm. and to combine them into unique and differentiated products that no one else can make because they don't have the depth of science capability in all of these different areas. Wow. So the technology basis and, and foundation for 3M would be another. And then uh, I, I would add a collaborative culture. Um, so, you know, 3M is, is not... A holding company or a conglomerate that's uh, comprised of separate businesses that are just uh, tied together through their financial relationship. We have a, a formally boundaryless technology uh, uh, culture and, and structure where our technical community is incentivized and and expected to collaborate beyond just their scope. So I can call up, or as a researcher uh, in the laboratory, when I was when I was an engineer, I could call up anybody around the company and and ask for their consult or their support or guidance on solving you know problems relative to me. Of course, you have to be mindful of using people's time effectively, but as people advance in their careers here. Uh, part of how they're judged is how active they've been in the broader technical community of 3M. Uh, we, we resource that through what's called our technical forum. And it's a formal part of the company. It's grassroots organized, and you know they, they structure in the chapters that focus on the areas of emphasis that are, are relative to um, the, the, the technical interests and, and problems that people need to solve. Um, we, we build that deeply into the way that the company runs. So this collaborative culture, um, and, and I should also add one, one important thing. With that comes uh, funding. So if you have an idea and you need money for it, you you can write it up and get it funded. Uh, you do have to compete for those funds, but there's an, you know, an active mechanism uh, to, to do that. And it goes outside of your your formal priorities and business unit. You can actually get that money and then use it sort of in your 15% uh, time uh, to, to explore uh, things that you believe are going to be important but might not be established as priorities in your, your business. So, um, so those are you know three, three key ways that I think 3M has, has sort of fostered creativity over the years. Uh, the, the collaborative culture, the technology platforms, and really uh, trying to drive an insight uh, for our customers.
0: Well, wow, that's good. So basically you've codified your creativity to, to an economic sense.
1: Yeah. So, you yeah, know, the, the, what you're hitting at there is um, how we account for that. And so th- those are what I just mentioned are, are may- maybe tactics or, okay. so or yeah. principles. Yeah. So,
0: so the, along the line of tactics and principles. So what would you say for your personal uh, career has been a, a guiding strategy or theme for you that's complemented your success this far uh, as strategy yeah. that you've used? But I'm sure you've not been arbitrary,
1: so what's <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so some some principles that that I value and have valued, diversity in every sense, so that includes the obvious meanings. Um, you know, thinking about gender and background, um, geographic origin. So trying to push for, even as an individual contributor, seeking out those environments where the idea exchange includes diversity because I, I do believe that creativity is best when the perspectives are diverse so they're in technical acumen so I'm a I am a scientist by training and I should approach my thinking and my work my communication mm-hmm. in a technically sound way yep. uh, and and so there, there's some a certain level of diligence and preparation that's um, associated with that, um, you know, uh, e- even if you can't do it all the time exactly, like there's a formalism to thinking and structured thought in the scientific process that needs to, to be embedded. Yep. Um, as you move into management, I'd also add that you know in in calculus you're learning y equals f of x or you know (laughs) the relationships between integrals and derivatives and so forth but um it's it's deterministic determined relationships as a manager life is not so simple so probabilistic thinking uh what's likely to happen given the inputs uh that you know people are are not deterministic so the political implications you have to also uh account for in relationships and emotions and all of that so um, so yes, science, but science plus is, is probably a good way to think about it. And then I, I'm a technical leader. So leadership is critical. The, the leadership part means um, the, the, the selflessness and leading with empathy. I would even say, you know, in a sense, like there's this love, peace to uh, your, your customers, your direct reports, like you really care about the people you you serve, and that comes with a certain honesty and integrity around your your business dealings and practice. Your heart's in the right place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so diversity, science, and and personal growth, uh, leadership aspect are things that have really been um, areas of focus. Uh, and then those are like sort of guardrails or guidelines, principles that they and, and live by. I'd also add though. Um, you know the, the financial acumen piece so whether you you're in, you know, I don't I could take talk about that part for a half hour but um, pri- prioritizing your work and your activities so that in a sort of net present value sense your your priorities are value accretive to your organization if you're going to, to prioritize a project inclusive of the costs and the time, um, that you're not diluting the value of your company, and so you, you gain experience and in, intuition around pointing the y- yourself and then your teams towards things that are going to be valuable, and then the company has an economic incentive to pour investment your way because you create value, right? And so, um, as you do that in increasing measure, then there tends to be, you know, the, some of the. Recognition and advance and opportunity to grow and have different experiences and so forth. Oh,
0: wow, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, how do you seek or find the right environment for you to thrive scientifically and intellectually? What, would, what, what allowed you to find 3M in the first place? How did you find 3M? Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a fair question. To be honest, though, 3M found me. Oh, uh, I, yeah. So, I, I was, I mentioned I was very fortunate to have a scholarship for undergrad. That scholarship happened to be funded by 3M Company
0: okay so, so okay so i have a question were you a gem fellow
1: i was not a Gem fellow um i i i was uh, an nsf fellow and a three oh, m okay. fellow so national science foundation had funded my my uh, graduate degree degree okay. and then 3M also provided some funding for uh, the research as well okay. um, but the, uh, the the undergraduate was a scholarship through 3M where they actually funded outright the tuition and uh, even some internships.
0: Okay, that's good, that's good. So, um, given your responsibilities and accomplishments, how do you maintain a balanced life?
1: Great question. Um, I try. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, 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 am, I am married uh, to a wonderful uh, wife of 18 years and uh, have four kids, uh, oldest 16, youngest is four. And so we're busy. Um, one of the, the things and, and people have asked me this uh, you know, over the years at different times. You know, one, one of the, the, the ideas that we've embraced is, is you know, the same kind of thinking at work. You, know, you try to deploy that at home as far as cost benefit analysis and time value of money. Um, if I'm spending all of my time doing chores, but I value the relationship and quality time with kids, then you know I'm, I'm, my priorities are out of sync. So what I'm saying is if we're gonna work this hard and long uh, at, at the job, then we probably need to, to do things at home to, to streamline or automate whatever tasks we can. And so that's been you know, part of what we, we've tried to do. I
0: Yes. Um, so, uh, do you have any advice for those wanting to pursue the field you're currently working in? Um, so, so, management in terms of
1: chemical, chemical engineering. Sure. Okay. Sure. 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 So, um, so, so, since I've I've had a, car- a career to this point already, I'll I'll answer from the vantage point of um, not not going into engineering or graduate school or something like sure. that. Um, this is a presumption that you've already gone there and you're thinking about, you know, where to take your career, um, for the earlier stage get trained well, right? Uh, focus on relationships and your training, get good grades, take also, care of yourself, be healthy, all that stuff. Um, uh, so there are
0: other episodes, if you need to listen to something, some guides and guides, it's good. I like episodes in this podcast series.
1: So, awesome. <laughs> listen listen to David's podcasts. Awesome. Go, <laughs> yeah. go, yeah. um, and, and then as you're thinking about, you're an early stage, uh, you know, technical leader or professional individual contributor and, you know, thinking about where to go, um the industry you know the, the market that you're poised to serve for the near term I- is it attractive um you know just as companies segment and strategize around prioritizing their their projects so can you right um are you working in the the the, the right area um, all right and so if the answer is yes are, are you doing what you want in that area are you leading effectively um, sometimes people say, well, I'd like to be a manager. All right, well, examine your motives. Why do you want to do that? Um, you know, is, is, is it so that you can feel the sense of having power and authority to direct people to do stuff or to be recognized as being important and successful? I'm not saying those things are wrong, but they're not great motives uh, from, from the vantage point of, of drawing out the best uh, in, in yourself and the teams that you would lead. People can see your your motives and how you behave oh yeah so instead uh, you know i i would kind of coach around leading for impact and and maximizing your your scale and your footprint in the favorable way for your uh, end users your your stakeholders your shareholders uh, employer and while you're doing that then you'll tend if you're being productive you'll tend to attract sponsorship and that sponsorship discussion people who are in senior leadership uh, roles in your organization um, again assuming that you're in an enterprise not in some startup setting um, they know more about the company's outlook they know more about the open positions they know kind of how you work and where you might be most successful and they can help you to get there so that's different than trying to chart your own course it's really around a proactive submission and transparency to your leaders around your your interests and uh, that that will carry you a long way.
0: I agree. Mentorship and, mentorship and guidance plays a significant role, especially when you're transparent. So yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what has been, yes. So overall, I would say this has been a very good discussion. Uh, Dr. Hardy, thanks again for joining me today. It has been a pleasure. Thanks for listening.